It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Finally, former special counsel Robert Mueller will testify in public before the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees on July 17th. Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler and Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff served Mueller with a subpoena late Tuesday night after the Democratic-led panels and the former special counsel failed to agree on terms for voluntary public testimony. Get the popcorn ready. The House on Tuesday voted 230 to 195, almost entirely along party lines, approving a $4.5 billion package to ease the humanitarian crisis at the southern border. In order to win over progressives, provisions were added to the bill that would require Customs and Border Protection to establish new health and safety standards for migrants in custody, as well as protocols for dealing with migrant surges within 30 days. The changes would also limit children's stays at influx shelters used by the Department of Health and Human Services to no more than 90 days and require the department to report to Congress on their use. Next come the negotiations. But even if the Senate and House reach an agreement, it's unclear if Trump will sign the final bill, especially as he demands far-reaching changes to asylum law in exchange for permanently calling off mass deportation raids. Meanwhile, John Sanders, the acting U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner, is leaving his job amidst the growing controversy over migrant children being held in deplorable conditions and facilities near the border. About 100 children were actually moved back to a facility in Clint, Texas, that was singled out for having major health and hygiene problems, including a reported lack of soap and toothpaste for kids. Trump's choice to be Sanders' replacement overseeing CBP is troubling, to say the least. Acting Chief of ICE, Mark Morgan, who is considered a hardliner, is expected to take over as Acting Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection. Take a listen uh, to what Morgan said back in January about some of these detained minors. I've been to the detention facilities where I've walked up to these individuals that are so-called minors, 17 or under, and I've looked at them and I've looked at their eyes, Tucker, and I said, that is a soon-to-be MS-13 gang member. It's unequivocal. He's now going to be overseeing this situation. On the other side of the globe, Trump is ratcheting up tensions between the U.S. and Iran. CNN has more. After deploying a round of threats on Twitter, President Trump insisting Iran takes his threats seriously. Do they take your threats seriously, uh, President? I think everybody does. I think you do, too. Trump's maximum pressure campaign on Iran now getting personal. One day after Trump slapped Iran with new sanctions, Iran's president, Hassan Rouhani, taunting the White House, questioning how Trump could simultaneously ask for talks with the regime. They do strange things that no sane person in the history of world politics has done, or at least I don't remember. This is because of their total confusion. The White House is suffering from mental disability. Trump firing back with a string of tweets, promising war if Iran targets any U.S. interests. Quote, Iran's very ignorant and insulting statement put out today only shows that they do not understand reality. Any attack by Iran on anything American will be met with great and overwhelming force. In some areas, overwhelming will mean obliteration. Closer to home, the first Democratic debate is a two-parter, Wednesday and Thursday night in Miami at 9 p.m. on NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo. Night one has Cory Booker, Bill de Blasio, Julian Castro, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Jay Inslee, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, Tim Ryan, 
and Elizabeth Warren, vying for valuable airtime. Donald Trump had said Japan Wednesday afternoon for the G20 meetings, but the administration official in charge of diplomatic protocol won't be there. Sean Lawler, a State Department official whose title is Chief of Protocol, is departing amid a possible Inspector General's probe into accusations of intimidating staff and carrying a whip in the office. All righty then. Hundreds of employees of Wayfair, the online furniture retailer, plan to walk out of their offices in Boston on Wednesday because they say the company has refused their demand to cut ties with government contractors operating migrant detention centers. In a stunning show of force for the left, Tiffany Caban, a queer Latina public defender backed by progressive elected officials and activists, claimed victory Tuesday night over Queens Borough President Melinda Katz in the Democratic primary for Queens District Attorney. The race is actually still too close to call. As of early Wednesday, Caban had a lead of just more than 1,000 votes over her closest challenger, Katz, with 99% of the precincts reporting. With absentee ballots still to be counted, Katz, who was the preferred candidate of the Democratic establishment, declined to concede. And finally, the National Rifle Association has shut down production at NRA TV. While the TV channel may continue to air past content, its live broadcasting will end and its on-air personalities, including Dana Loesch, will no longer be the public faces of the NRA. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and The Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com slash donate.